You're tuning into the Make an Impact podcast with me, Mark Gregson, uh, where we get the opportunity to shine a light on some of the great occupiers within our building. For me, impact working stands for certain things and our core values are at the heart of everything that we do. Um, those values being social cohesion, mental well-being, and sustainability. We've only been going for 12 months, a relatively new business, although we'll be expanding across the UK throughout 2022 and 2023. It's my first attempt in the hot seat and for me, impact working was about taking positive and negative experiences from 16 years in the industry and uh, trying to put a few things right. We'll get the opportunity to talk with several of our occupiers and we'll be talking about the culture within their businesses, what's important to them, their company values, ultimately why they chose to be based out of impact working and what the future holds for them. Hi, I'm Mark Gregson. Uh, Welcome to episode three of the Make an Impact podcast. Uh, I am joined today by Commander-in-Chief and Chief Vision Officer of Vicaccio, John Blackburn. Good to see you. Thanks for joining yeah, us today. It's a pleasure. So let's, um, let's get stuck straight into it. Um, keen to understand your why. Why, why does Vicaccio exist? Yeah, um, I think... Hello, Mark, firstly. Um, but yeah, there's, there's two real reasons. I think for, uh, recruitment's got um, a bit of a bad rep. I think it's fair to say, and I, I think I can really understand why that is. You know, there's there's everybody's heard those stories and you know i've been in the industry for 12 years and i absolutely love recruitment um so in creating vocaccio in a very interesting time uh, june 2020 in the middle of the pandemic i really wanted to create firstly a business that um would have a positive impact um and the, the the second part of that really is that I think the last revolution in recruitment was when it went from sending CVs by a fax to email, and it's kind of been stuck um, in the same in the same way for for years, well before my time in it. So, yeah, Vicaccio was was created to hopefully make the recruitment process a bit more modern, a bit more effective, a bit more engaging, a bit more fun, uh, far more time consuming, and better for the planet. So we use video to um, make the process. Um, more efficient for everybody. So capture some content with our clients so that the candidates, you know, we're talking about talent shortage at the moment, uh, help our customers really sell themselves so they can talk about what it is that makes them special, why people should be excited about why they should come and join. And then we share that with candidates on their behalf. So hopefully that then is the hook that gets people interested and excited about that business. And then and then we capture video with, with those uh, candidates, um, so that the client gets a feel for personality, culture fit, um, and all those wonderful things as well. So, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and I think it's kind of quite important to me because the point of the podcast was obviously to shine a light on you guys as our occupiers, and uh, that one of the premises of that was the talent war that's kind of going on at the moment. Recruitment, we know, paper CV, paper <laughs> yeah. job spec, very uninspiring. Yeah, it doesn't reveal the person no one likes behind to the write mask. Them. You don't really yeah. see any personality, yeah. um, and it certainly doesn't convey company values which i know are really important to, to us yeah which is you know social cohesion mental well-being sustainability yeah. and important to you guys as well yeah. so it'd be interesting for you to share what what really are your your, yeah, your core our, values yeah, exactly. um, of Akatia. so we value, we value people over profit um and for us that is so we've got three core values but with that we'll start with that one um and that's not just about giving a little bit of money to charity we absolutely do do that but it's about um making sure that 
that rings through in every decision. You know, do our do our employees have the best tools at their disposal? Um, do we make decisions based on everything other than just how much money it makes us? Um, we value keeping it fun, you know, and, and I think if, um, if you work with us, you really do get that feel because, you know, there are maybe more um, uh, corporate suppliers you could work with, probably the best way to put it. You know, mm. we're about... Um, creating an experience for our, for our clients so the candidate gets a, gets a, gets a better candidate journey. Um, so we definitely want to have uh, good interactions with our clients and candidates. And then we, we, we value uh, innovation through collaboration. And it's a huge, huge part of what we do because um, it's a team effort um, with, our, with our clients to, to, help, to help sell them. But then we, we partner with quite a few businesses actually to make sure that our recruitment process um, is like no other, you know, we've got a, a behavior and analysis, um, partner that we work with really, really closely. We've also partnered with two software companies to create the video, um, side of, of that business. And it rings through, you know, with the, the, you know, choosing our suppliers and, and, and making sure that those collaborations work for us and fit and fit our value. So. And that's kind of interesting to know. And you know what? You're making my life very easy here because the next question I was going to ask you was about supply chain choices. That's something you and I have talked to about in depth. Um, property is an interesting one because if you were a leaseholder, you had the whole floor, you had the whole building, you would be in control of the choices you make, i.e. who you kind of take your energy from, your water from, sort of, et cetera. But obviously in kind of co-working spaces, you've got less control over that. So it's, it's interesting to understand... Um, what supply chain choices you're likely to make? Or let's say the benefit of being in this type of environment, how we've been able to kind mm. of align with what your company's looking to achieve. Yeah, well, I'll definitely take it back a little bit because, you know, in creating the business, um, you know, I'm not a, a lifelong environmentalist, um, but I think everybody has become acutely aware over the past couple of years, particularly um, how urgent the need is to be, to be more sustainable and, and to do our part. And, um, it's part of the decision of, of coming here, but I was at a networking event, a couple of, uh, 18 months, two years ago. And the question that was asked in that room was, um, what, what one thing can companies do to be more sustainable? And we had a breakout and the conversation, um, was very much around, well, make sure we turn the lights off, travel less, recycle, et cetera, et cetera. But nobody was talking about making more conscious supply chain decisions because you can do all of those wonderful things, can't you? Yeah. And make an impact definitely. But then if you don't apply the same um, rigidity around your, your, your supply chain, then it kind of is pointless. You know, you, you know, if you're spending uh, big sums of money with different suppliers that you need to make sure if you want to be truly sustainable, that your supply chain share those same values. So when we came to this wonderful space, um, and saw it for what it was, which is a fantastic working environment. But then obviously hearing you and uh, the values behind the business, the team really drove that decision. You know, they came and saw this place too. And from a, from a cultural perspective, um, a values perspective, it just really hit, hit the mark because we know that you guys are uh, committed to making sure that your business meets uh, the highest sustainable standards. And it's, it's a journey, you know, we're, we're, we're all on that. So yeah, it, I think for us being in this space is another vote for the kind of business that we want to be. Yeah, which is which is good to know. And I think that um, 
I take it back to the climate conference that we did or you went to, I think yeah. you mentioned sustainability to some people. They think I'm going to plant a bunch of trees and that's problems that are solved yeah. when it's, you know, you and I know it's about the marginal gains, isn't it? Yeah. You know, things like, for example, who you choose to bank with, you know, it's all good and well. Um, you know, that you've got a great relationship with HSBC, but if they're the biggest funder of fossil fuel projects in the UK, you know, are you really doing your bit? And it's those little wins, I think, yeah. that kind of add up. So you mentioned your team. Uh, we're lucky to have a personal relationship with all of your team. You've got a great team there. Yeah, so you. it'd be kind of good to understand the type of culture you're trying to create in your office. Because for me, that's one of the most important parts of, of why your company exists. Yeah. And it seems like a really tight knit group. So yeah, it'd be good I mean, to understand a bit more. We're about six that. people at the moment. and. We've got two offers out, so we'll be eight soon. Um, and having worked in what you would kind of describe as a stereotypical um, hard and fast recruitment environment for seven years and, and that kind of culture that people would associate that to be like, we are so far from that when I when I look at our team and, and for all the right reasons, you know, we've got uh, a, a real eclectic mix of personalities that, you know, you wouldn't associate normally with what a recruitment industry office is like you know it's it's open it's diverse it's respectful it's humble um it's flexible um and it's you know it, it's love some of the days out you guys with your team and you have your culture hours and you do a lot of, yeah, kind of team I mean, building exercises yeah, out, out you take it out of the office quite a bit don't you as yeah, well yeah we've, we've tried we've you know I'm, i am trying to do things differently with the business and i believe that you know there is time to let your team um you know, we do a thing called Culture Corner every every fortnight for an hour. Um, we just we down tools and we read whether we're in the office in the office together or whether we're uh, in over Zoom or whatnot. And I, think, I don't know if I'm showing my age, but I think Culture Club would have been a lot better than Culture maybe, Corner. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe, mate. But but it's I think you know those little things again. It's it's making sure that you're you're casting votes to to try and be the kind of business that you want to be and. Um, yeah, we've had um, a day where we kind of revisited, revisited mission and, and values to say, like, are we still, um, are we still track, living these? Yeah. And to be honest, yeah. we changed it. We changed one of the third one because it just didn't, we weren't really, it wasn't right. You know, mm -hmm. and I think it's, I'm, I'm new to this uh, whole whole game, you know, running a business or whatnot. And, and I've made plenty of mistakes over the first couple of years, definitely. And I'm sure. You and me both. There's, there's, plen <laughs> there's plenty left, but, you know, I think, for us trying to create that environment, which is, um, you know, is open, is honest, is vulnerable, is um, kind of respectful. And and I hope then that me being honest about the mistakes that I have made makes it easy for people to feel comfortable about um, doing things they, they maybe aren't that confident with and, and, and owning up to, to maybe shortcomings or whatnot. It's, um, yeah, hopefully we're on the right track there. I feel like we are. Yeah, and I kind of agree with that, I think. I think you're the same as me. Like every failure is an opportunity to learn, right? And this is this is absolutely my first rodeo. Creating so you know, there, there will be there will be some monumental fuck ups along the way. So <laughs> let's kind of put it that way. No, good. Um, I tell you what. Let's end with kind of a question. So, what does the future hold for Focaccio? I know you've got big ideas of yeah. what you want the company to, to to represent and where you want to take it yeah. to. So it'd be good to understand. So, so we're, you know, we're, we're very much a manufacturing recruitment consultancy, um, but there is a growing part of our business that is focusing around marketing recruitment. Um, and we also run in conjunction with the business a networking event, which you've been part of the Y axis every four to six weeks or so. And that's about getting people in the room who are committed to doing sustainable business and, and some great things have happened as a result of that already, you know, 
not least the partnership between you and Easy Carbon, between Impact and Easy Carbon. I agree. Um, the Y-axis, Google it, get on yeah, Eventbrite, yeah, check get, it out online. On. We've got one coming up soon. So um, yeah, we want to we develop and foster that community because mm -hmm. we know that there's opportunity for everybody, including Vicaccio in that room. You know, it, it should be. That's all about putting people who can who can support each other. They, you know, companies that have sustainable initiatives and, and agendas can, should buy from each other. That's the whole point. That's what we were talking about earlier. So we want to develop that. We want to grow that. The the initial kind of response from the three events has been excellent. Um, Great so there's turnout. An, there's an appetite for that. So we want to grow that. And we want to we want to grow our team. You know, I've spent the first couple of years of this business figuring out brand, figuring out referral marketing strategy, figuring out. Uh, social strategy, um, inbound marketing, and and it's it started to work. It's a funny one. Like the the beginning of this year has got very very busy all of a sudden. So for us, this year is all about growth, getting the right bodies in. You know, people that um, are salespeople, yes, but have their heart in the right place. And 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 we're um, looking to to add several heads this year. And so. I remember when I started in recruitment, which I was lasted for about a year, kind of about twenty years ago, and. Uh, I actually was given a Rolodex on the first day, which for anyone doesn't realize is like kind of a little swirly notepad. Yeah. I didn't even get a laptop, which um, bear in mind, I'm only 26 is, you know, it's quite, it's, it's quite surprising. <laughs> well, I've got a job for you, mate, if, you, if, if this doesn't work out. Um, but yeah, it's very different from that here. You know, I was, yeah. uh, it wasn't a Rolodex, but it was a database. Call these companies, get clients on, you know, we're able to offer people um, a very different start in recruitment because the the inbound strategy is working, you know, so we can get people up and running really quickly. Um, it seems as though, thankfully, um, there's an interest in working with us from, from a lot of, a lot of cool companies. So, yeah. Absolutely. And, and I think something you and I've spoken about is, um, I believe that people, culture and values are really the only true differentiators because I think if you've got deep enough pockets, you could probably replicate some of your technology. Similarly, if you have deep enough pockets, you can kind of replicate this yeah. office, but, you know, I don't think anyone necessarily could by default, share our ideals or have yeah. our people or approach been, business the way we approach business. It's never business, been so. easier to replicate what people do. Mm -hmm. You know, there's an abundance of information on the internet. You can Google it, you can YouTube it, you know, you can replicate what people do, but you can't replicate how you do it and who you do it with. So, yeah, I think we're, you know, we have a lot of conversation around that about if you stick to your values, that's your differentiator. And, you know, we're, we're a video recruitment company. People can do what we do but they won't do it, I don't think, in, in the manner that, that we do. I totally agree. I think that brings uh, the third episode of the Make an Impact podcast to a close. Thank you to Cheers, John Mark. Blackburn, Chief Vision Officer of Vocaccio. You'll have out. to check the, uh, check the URL at me. Wearevocaccio.com. Yeah, yeah, that's it, www.wearevocaccio.com. Great. Thanks for your time. Cheers, Mark. Thank you for tuning in to the Make an Impact podcast. You'll find links to all of our guests in the description below. Don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram and LinkedIn and subscribe to the podcast.